Welcome to another edition of Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast. On behalf of myself, Professional Sutton, Chris G., The Rocket Report, and SP, we appreciate you for tuning in. Don't Shoot the Messenger is an unfiltered, unedited, opinionated sports podcast. Our goal is to enlighten and to spread knowledge about the things that are current in sports. Now, we're not going to sit up here and say that we are a news because we're not. Our views isn't to sway you politically, but definitely in the sports realm, we definitely want you to be on our side. We have fun and we love what we do. Since this is your first time, or maybe it might be your eighth time or even 20th time, we want you to experience the listening pleasure as if it was your very first time. So if you like what you hear, please like and subscribe all over podcast platforms. Also, if you have Facebook, you can go to your Facebook and type in Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast, where you can like and also follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, Real DSTM, and also on Twitter, Real DSTM1. And we are bringing this unedited, unadulterated, and fun podcast everywhere podcasts are sold or told or however you want it. But again, thank you so much for subscribing and listening to the Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you for clicking on the Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast link. I'm your boy, Professional Sutton. On behalf of Chris G, the Rocky Report SP, we want to say thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to our podcast. Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast is a very opinionated, entertaining sports podcast where we give you the real, the authentic, and everything in between. This podcast is not like ESPN, Fox One, where we're going to be politically correct. Now, we, do, we are not trying to bash anyone. Our goal is not to make anyone feel bad, but we do want to sway you to be on our side. So that's why we said team needed. This is not news. We will report news on our pages, but we aren't saying that we're correct by any means. But also, we are not saying that we're wrong by any means as well. Before you click, I just would like to let you know that you can find us on various social media platforms. You can find us on Facebook Live, 1230 Eastern Standard Time, on the Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast fan page. So please go like and share that as well. You can find us on Instagram, Real DSTM, on Twitter, Real DSTM1, and also on YouTube under Professional Sutton. We will be switching to the Don't Shoot the Messenger page on YouTube, but that's in the coming future. But again, thank you for tuning in. On behalf of the family, we appreciate you and hope that you come back and enjoy another episode. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. This is Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast. X about me, X about me. With professional Sutton. You already know. Chris G. My homie. And the Rucker Report. My family, what up? They for real. All straight with no chaser. Let the games begin. Let's go. Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast.
What up, what up, what up? Welcome to another edition of Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast, episode three of Fantasy Football Strategies and Winning. This episode, I'll be talking about why drafting a quarterback first is so dope. And before we begin, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, 94.3 WYBC, The Rhythm of the City. And also to my team, that's the Chris, that's the Chris G, uh, my boy D Rock, also SP Shannon uh, person. She does social media, but she's also dope. I'm definitely gonna be calling her soon, so we can talk about some fantasy football stuff. And also, you know, I gotta give a shout out to my lady. She always sharing, you know, Myra. She always making sure I'm good. So I got to give a shout out to my whole team and everybody else that shout out and everybody that's always, you know, uh, hip to what I'm doing. Um, shouts out to Retro Revolution. They dope over there. Shouts out to Our House, which is a group I, that I'm in, Sports Overtime. Um, everybody on Facebook that shows me love, and I'm sorry if I'm forgetting some people, but I definitely want to apologize for my other audio. I realized that it was so low. So when a lot of people go to listen to it, it's going to sound really low. They got to turn their speakers up, and it's going to sound crazy. So I stayed up for a while, and it irked me, but I finally think I've got it. So I'm going to continue to do what I do. So hopefully this works, and uh, the levels look good. So without further ado, we're going to jump straight into it. Taking a quarterback first, got to get that QB, got to get that QB. Now listen, when you go to look at the mock drafts, I know they always have the running backs first. In my words of, in the words of my boy Earn, uh, he do a little better. Don't take a running back first. Here's why: running backs are injury prone. If you look at the past, I don't know, twelve to ten years, the top running back always has some issues, especially when it comes to how well their production is. I mean, you're looking at Todd Gurley, looking at Adrian Peterson. A lot of running backs tend to have issues. When they are ranked high, Le'Veon Bell set out a whole season. I mean, the list goes on. So your safe bet, your safe bet is to draft a quarterback. I love using quarterbacks because quarterbacks they give you the most value. The quarterbacks, you know, they touch the ball first. They're going to get at least one to two touchdowns per game. Now, a lot of people listen to it and say, but that doesn't make any sense, the running back. The running back position, if they are to go off, you will get a lot of points. But playing fantasy football, that's why it's important to build around your quarterback. Like, for example, for me, I use this analogy like back in the day, the center was the focal point of a team. You wanted to build your team NBA-wise around a center and then you can go from there. So fantasy football, your quarterback, they are your centers. Like the quarterback position, they are going to get you a lot of points. And everyone else around it, you kind of want to complement that. If you're waiting for a running back to try to get you points, it's tough because you have to make sure that they are able and healthy to get you those points and that they have enough touches. Where a quarterback, you know, their job is to throw the ball. And they're going to get you the points that you need. Now this year, you know, if you you know, um, if if you don't know Ezekiel Elliott, he's probably going to hold out. Um, he hasn't reported to training camp. 
because he wants that money. Now, he's rigged high in fantasy football. But again, how well can you trust him? And this is another thing with running backs. Because their shelf life, their shelf life ugh, is so short, they want money. So they will hold out, you know. But also with them holding out when they don't attend training camps, that means, guess what? They're not playing. And if they're not playing, then you're not getting your points. But guess what? A quarterback is going to be there nine out of ten times. And that's why I like to bank on a quarterback again, two-time fantasy football winner, because the quarterback can really help you and mold your team and get you to the prominence that you need. Now, and with saying that, you want to make sure that you go with someone that you know. The Tom Brady's, the Aaron Rodgers, the Drew Breeses, the Ben Roethlisberger, you know. Those are the guys that you kind of want to lead your franchise. Like, you know, coming up this year, Patrick Mahomes. But then again, is it going to be that sophomore jinx? But that's still a good bet because you know why? You know he's still going to get you points. He can get you points on the ground, and he can get you points through the air. You know, Deshaun Watson, young guy, you might not want to start him, but you still want to get him, you know. You still want to get guys like that, you know. Also, guys like Phillip Rivers, even though they seem like they're old, even though they seem like, oh, wow, why would I get someone like that? That's because these guys are going to get you some points. These guys are going to get you what you need. Now, guys like Matthew Stafford in fantasy football are very important. You know why? Because he plays not to lose. When you play like that, you play safe, and they get you a lot of yards. They get you a lot of points. Now, fantasy football, again, you don't care about if that guy wins. You care about if that guy gets you points. Guys like Matthew Stafford might not have a pretty record during the regular season, but guess what? That record is so pretty, it doesn't matter because those points are the most important thing. And guys like that also usually are playing for playoff spots, so they stay in a a lot longer, and they're going to have to pass a hell of a lot to ensure that their team is in the playoffs. Now, guys like Tom Brady, guys like Drew Brees, guys who are good, guys who have on great teams, what tend to happen is around week 14, especially 16, they take a break. They pump their brakes like a lot of, you know, Peyton Manning teams because they want to save those guys for the playoff. But if you know that fantasy football is 16 weeks, i.e. the whole NFL season, that's the playoff time, you want those guys in. You want to be able to have those horses Keep going. So guys like Matthew Stafford, guys like Ryan Tannehill, I know Chris is going to hate me, guys like um, uh, Matty Ice, Matt Ryan, these are the guys that you kind of want to keep on your team because they're going to be playing for a playoff spot. So their production is really based off how well they do. And these guys are going to do well because they are there to make the playoffs. So that's the dope part about when you have guys like Matthew Stafford, um, Matt Ryan, who don't look good on paper. Their, their, their team records might not look sexy to you, 
but the yards and what you need as a productive quarterback is what is so dope. So think about that. You know, think about that. So guys like, well, not even now, but guys like Ben Roethlisberger, guys who are a little older, you know, guys who are, you know, mid-level, but you know that they can get you some points, but you're still not good on how productive they can be, you get them, you know. Uh, Deshaun Watson, you know, he's coming off an injury. You're still kind of, uh, but you can get him. You can bench him, you know. So these are the guys that you kind of want to have hoarded in your stash. You know, guys like Russell uh, Wilson, you want to start him. You know what he's going to do, you know. So yeah, definitely, definitely do that. Now, the guys I do caution, and as far as quarterbacks is concerned, is a lot of the rookies. You know, because you don't know how well they will be. If they hit, they hit. If they don't, they're duds. You know, like Kyler Murray, I'll stay away from a guy like Kyler Murray because you don't know how well he's going to do one. He has a new coach. Well, even though he has, you know, uh, Kingsbury in college. But, again, that's college. It's NFL, too. His offensive line is not that good in that sense. So you really want to take really good caution when you're dealing with guys like that because you just don't know. Rookie guys, you have you don't have enough tape on them. You're hoping that they do well, but you know you really want to kind of stay away from them or get them later, later on down the season. Now the guys who are possibly, possibly a sprinkle of magic, and again, the you you just don't know with these guys. Guys like Baker Mayfield, you know he has a better team, he has a better receiving core. You're like. Do I get him? Now, this is where you have to go with your understanding of what a quarterback is in the team. If I'm you, I'm getting Baker Mayfield. Even if he's your backup, you're getting him because you want him before someone else gets him, and you want to look at his production numbers throughout the course of about four to six weeks, and then you make your judgment on that. But again, you want to hold, hold, hold. It's like the stock market. Guys like Baker Mayfield, you want to hold. You don't want to just dump out too easy. Hold, 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 because, again, he's probably playing for a playoff spot. So you really want to be careful. You want to be on the winning edge and on the winning end. So you want to hold that guy. So you want to make sure that, okay, well, whatever he does, I want to get part of that, so I'm going to hold him as long as I can. So guys like him. Hold, you know, he he could he could possibly do some great things for you. So just keep in mind guys like Baker Mayfield. To my next point, draft you about three quarterbacks. Here's why. And like I said, when you have a quarterback like a possible Baker Mayfield, or let's just say a Patrick Mahomes last year, he went bananas, they're on your bench. Now, it's time for you to make a decision on who to start when your starting quarterback has that bye week. Guess what? You got him. All the points that could be won by other people are not won because you got those points. So this is when being greedy gets you in the driver's seat because now, even if your team isn't doing so well, but you have a piece that people need. And this is where you could barter with people. This is where the trade aspect comes because 
a lot of people, again, like quarterbacks, this is, a, you know, football, and you get injured. People need quarterbacks, you know. So if they see you with a Kyler Murray or a Baker Mayfield and they're killing it, I mean, they're getting, you know, let's just say 30 points depending on what league you're in. They're getting high player points. People are going to trade the house with you. People are going to say, hey, what can you give? This is to my next point. When you people draft high and get the running back high, this is when you could get a quarterback plus a running back plus a receiver. This is when you can dump off and get what you need. This is where your value comes into place. Now, you got three quarterbacks. Now you can say, okay, I'll give you this instead of this one. That's where the negotiation takes place because you have a lot of points. You're hoarding. Like one season, I had Eli Manning and I had Ben Roethlisberger on my bench. Of course, I took Tom Brady. And people was like, hey, what do you want? How can I get Big Ben? All right, give me this. Give me that. Of course, they're not going to go with the first deal. But the second or third one, that's what you're really banking on. But shoot, somebody might be desperate and say, okay, I'll take whatever. I just need to win. Especially if they're, you know, at mid-level and they can possibly be in first place or be in hunt for the playoffs. They need what you got. So you got to be very careful with how you play that. Or you can just say, you know, one time I was like, I'm not giving you nothing. And, you know, people are like, come on, man, please, I'll pay you more. No. I was all about winning at that time, so I didn't care. So I kept my quarterbacks, and I won. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't need their money because – I was able to capitalize off of having three quarterbacks. But in other leagues, I trade. You know, that's how you get good at, you know, making those negotiations because you have the quarterback. So I always say take three quarterbacks. Even if you don't need them, take them. Don't let nobody else get them, you know. And also remember that down the line, you might need them because your quarterback might get hurt, you know. So always remember quarterbacks. They tend to get hurt. They tend to take days off and play, you know, games off because they want them to last longer for the playoffs. So think about that aspect as well, you know. So you definitely want to get your three quarterbacks so you can have a definite, definite, definite advantage over people. Also, when it comes to quarterback, watch the bye weeks, okay? Watch the bye weeks because what you don't want to do is have the same bye weeks with the quarterbacks. Now, if it's earlier, like on an, like on another podcast, I said it. If it's early during the season, you can get away with it. But if you're looking at, you know, you got guys uh, week ten, week nine, they both off. You could lose a lot of points. But again, this is where having three quarterbacks can help you. But you don't want to have a quarterback who is either hurt and then the other two can't play because you're losing major points, major points in some league. Those those uh, tiebreakers are important. So you definitely want to make sure that you spend time and make sure that these quarterbacks aren't off in the same week because it can cost you that week if it's important. So definitely watch the bye weeks, you know. Try to, try to make sure that one is earlier, uh, one is later, if possible. Sometimes it might happen that way. But, again, having three quarterbacks will help you and save you a lot of trouble, and it's not very likely that you'll have three quarterbacks that are really good off the same week. The NFL knows how to make money, so they'll make sure that they have at least one of your quarterbacks on the field that day. So I would say top 20 QBs in the the NFL are safe. Those are secure bets. You know that they're going to get you something 
Uh, you know that you can play with that. You know that you can move up. You know that you can do a lot of things with those quarterbacks. So I will say definitely, 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 you know, look to get those quarterbacks that are in the top 20. These are probably going to be your bench guys, your second or third string quarterbacks. So, you know, take advantage of the top 20 quarterbacks. You know, that's when you know how to, you know, move around, if you will, during the course of the season, having those top 20 quarterbacks. So my quarterback that I like to start is definitely in the top 10, you know, because these quarterbacks are going to get you some great numbers. These quarterbacks are going to do a lot of good things for you. So definitely, definitely, definitely make sure you get that top 10 quarterback pick. So get that, get that, get that. Now, like I was saying earlier, running backs picking very first round to me are overrated. I don't like that. Not unless it's a sure shot. Not unless you know this guy has been healthy. This guy's going to play. He's going to catch up the backfield. He's going to give you a lot of points. But, again, it's a high risk. So I like to take the quarterback first. They're going to be there. Running backs are going to be there. I know people like to get their running backs. So they have a good running back, quarterback combo. Be patient. You know, they're going to be there. Your name's coming. You know, especially if you are in a good draft order, you're going to get you what you need. So don't even sweat it. Go with the quarterback. A safe pick. Um. Yeah, man, it's 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 that simple. So I'm going to give you some sleepers, um, and I'm going to give you some guys to definitely watch out for. Um, again, like I was saying, Baker Mayfield, you gotta watch him because he has ODB, and he has Jarvis Landry, and he has Njoku. Uh, I think I'm saying the name right. The tight end. So he has a good core. He has a good core. Then he got three running backs, Nick Chubb, Duke Johnson, uh, and also Kareem Hunt, who's set to come back probably week six. So he has some court he has some running backs back there. He has some quarterbacks back there. So definitely, definitely Baker Mayfield. Also, Lamar Jackson. Watch out for what he's going to do. You know. Again, I know people talk about the mobile quarterback, but B on a lookout for that. Now, another sleeper that, you know, you got to watch for the points is Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold for the Jets. Watch him. Sneaky good. This could be your second to third string quarterback who's going to get you them points, who's looking to fight for a playoff, who's going to play, who had a decent fantasy number-wise last year. Definitely watch out for that. Um, Also, Nick Foles. Nick Foles coming into a new situation with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Guys like that, watch out for them. Second to third string quarterbacks in your league, on your team. So those names that I just mentioned, take it. With caution, but just know these are the guys that you want to have on your team because they can really help you out a lot. So just want to say that. Just to summarize again, get you a quarterback first. They're going to get you numbers. 
be 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 very determined to get the quarterback, build around a quarterback. Those running backs, they're going to be there. Don't worry about it. Those flashy names, they tend to fizzle out by week six. So get you a good quarterback and build around that quarterback. Also, get you all three of them things. Get you three quarterbacks. Get you the quarterbacks that you know going to put up numbers, that's going to need that playoff push. They're going to be in there by the time it's your playoffs for your fantasy football, and they're going to be going strong because they're going to want to make that push. You know, So get you three good quarterbacks. Also, Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, um, Nick Foles. Watch out for those names, man. I know a lot of people looking at that kind of, eh, I don't know. But I'm telling you, those names are definitely, definitely names that you want to be on the lookout for. So definitely look out for that, man. So it is my pleasure to help you out. I will be bringing you another episode on the running back position. I know I talked about it, but again, I'm going through each position. And I'm letting you know who is good, why is it good to have a running back, where you can move guys to, why you shouldn't fret over the names and what you should think about in that production as well. So I'm your boy, Professional Sutton, bringing you these fantasy football tips. Make sure you tune into episode one, two. I'm not going to put out because it sounds crazy, but going here forward, I know what I'm doing. Also, check out Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast every week. It's on Facebook under Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast, um, you know, Facebook page. I will be bringing you live Don't Shoot the Messenger YouTube videos. But for now, I'm going to do just strictly audio, strictly audio for now. But you will be getting a heat. So see you later, man. And women, I hope this helps you. And good luck in your draft. Peace.